Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey everybody, this is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 144, figuring out it's not the job. What does that mean? So very often we, when we get into our careers, when we're, you know, like as early as 20, um, we sometimes get caught up in this whole ideology around the perfect job is going to make me happy. I've done it. I know every, every one of my friends has done it. I'm 45 now and there's still people that I know who are still caught up in that, in that, um, I don't want to say like rat race, but kind of that rat race where they're looking at their lives and they're thinking it's the job, it's the job, it's the job. This is why I'm not happy. It's the job. So cool. If it's the job, then eventually when you find the job, you're going to feel better. Things are going to make more sense. But oftentimes it has nothing to do with the job. Oftentimes it is likely, at least for me in my experience, it was, it's that I wasn't built to work at a job for somebody else. So when I'm going around, you know, I mean like, so here, let me just give you a bit of a history lesson on, on what I'm even talking about. I know I'm a bit all over the place. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast. Um, so yeah, just, you know, bear with me. But like when I was in high school, um, and let's just say when I was finished high school, I got my first job. My first job was a nanny and I loved that job. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I'm still close to the family that I nannied for. I love them like their family. It's just incredible. And then all my friends were going to, high, or going to university or college, and here I was, like, had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. I was really lost. I had no idea whatsoever what I was, um, just, like, nothing. Nothing was making sense to me at all. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go work at another job. And then I got another nanny job. So the family that I was with, I was with them for about a year, and then the, the mom um, decided to not pursue her education and they got somebody else. And truthfully, I think probably they just got somebody else because maybe I wasn't as good as they hoped. And that's cool too. Like whatever, it was my first real job. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I love those kids. So, I mean, that was important, but she may have wanted somebody, uh, who knows. Either way, I left that, that house after about a year. And then I tried to get another job that I loved working as a nanny, didn't like it. Then I went to another job where I was working as a PSW and that's personal service worker. And so I was, you know, I mean, like, let me just sort of sidebar here. It's crazy to me. I was getting paid $6.50 an hour and I was, um, I think, was I a single mom at the time yet? I may have been. I actually don't remember. I think so though. And I was doing things like administering insulin, changing catheters, changing colostomy bags. Like I was doing high level shit for $6.50 an hour because that was minimum wage back there, back then. Brutal. Sidebar, just brutal. Anyway, so I was going from job to job and then eventually I was like, okay, 
maybe I need like a career, quote unquote, because this isn't working. These these jobs aren't working that I'm getting. I mean, I did telemarketing. I did everything. So anyway, I ended up at a place called, Paul, uh, not Pollard Bank. No, that was Ken's place. Um, what's it called? Naylor Publications. And it was a publication house that did association magazines. And so, you know, I got on the floor. It was very much like the boiler room. Um, if you've ever seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, it wasn't far from that. I'll tell you right now. And so I was like 20 something and I had Sydney by then. So I was 20 something. Yeah, I did have Sydney when I was nannying as well. Um, anyway, so I was like probably 22 and a half ish and I was selling and I was hating every second of it. I was, you know, I liked the career. I felt sort of, you know, I had significance driven moments where I was like, cool, I'm selling more than these guys or, you know, I just felt cool. I just felt like finally I have a career. I can be proud of it. I lasted there for, I don't know, fuck, maybe six months. I hated it. It was brutal. It was such a brutal environment. Um, you know, when I talk about masculine, feminine energy, that was the hunting ground for sure. And it was super, super uncomfortable and I really hated it. So after that, I went and I worked some retail and I loved that because it was part, you know, gave me my creative outlet and I really enjoyed that. Um, I worked my way up to assistant manager and then sometimes I would manage. So all, you know, then I, then I went back into ad sales. So Naylor Publications, when I was selling advertising, this was before Google, there was no Google, there was no, um, like it was all still hard copy selling. Then I went to Manitoba Business Magazine, started selling there. So you could see, like I did hopped from job to job to job to job, thinking all along it was the job. And what was it? It had nothing to do with the job. It was me not fitting in to this paradigm, to this nine to five, still trying to fit in and, and exhausting myself constantly around it because it just never made sense to me. It was always like this really uncomfortable grind. Like I just thought, fuck, I hate every minute of this. Or even if I didn't hate every minute of it, I still hated it more than I loved it. So that was the, you know, so long story short, I'm saying this because it might not be the job. Like if you're in your 40s and you're still job hopping, it's not the job. I'm here to tell you that, sister. It is not the fucking job. It is that you're not fitting into the nine to five paradigm that everyone has told us that's the only way. It is not the job. Like I could, you could get away with that mindset in your 20s where maybe it is the job, but even into your 30s and for sure into your 40s, sister, it ain't the job. It's not the job. So what do you do? You know, a lot of times I hear women saying to me, well, I don't know what I'm passionate about and you know, all this kind of stuff. And I get it. I get it. Like, you know, there's definitely pockets of my life where I'm like, really like content company. I was not, I'm just like, what? And, you know, now we're at a point where we're scaling the business and I'm excited about it because I do get excited about growth. Um, but if that were, you know, what I do content company stuff for the next 10 years, no way. There's no way I need an outlet. You know, she's the owner of my podcast, my coaching. That's that's part of my passion and my my outlet. But like, ask yourself, you know, sit down um, and do the perfect day exercise. I, I have all of my clients do that. Um, it's just paramount to understanding yourself. Because if you don't, if you're not willing to like open up to your, even to your own 
you know, to your own authenticity and to your own truth and like really sit down and be like, this is what I want. It's never, ever going to happen. Right. So like first step, sit down, figure it out, figure out what does my perfect day look like? Does it look like me getting in my car, commuting or getting on a train or getting on a subway and commuting for blah, blah, blah amount of time, sitting at an office doing shit I don't, I'm not inspired by or that I don't love or whatever. Like if that's your, if that's your bag, okay. But like, here's what's real. If you don't, if we don't stop running this game, running this bullshit in our heads around doing what we think we have to do, if we don't stop, your body's going to stop you. I just watched the movie Wild for like the third time in a month. And the reason I keep watching it is because the mother, she dies at 45. I'm 45. She dies at 45 because she never, she never entertained who she is. She was always wife, always mother, always daughter. And like, I'm a mom. I, everybody knows I have four kids. Like I get it. I was a wife, you know, I'm separated and, and you know, I'm, I'm not married anymore, but like, if women don't like it's there's no there's no sense in being a martyr and and it you're at your job for 40 hours plus every week you're going to tell me that if you hate it and you're not loving it and you're not feeling fired up and juiced up about it that that's the place you want to spend for I'm telling you I've seen it so many times ladies I've seen so many women get sick so many women get fat. So many women turn into alcoholics or potheads, whatever, any type of escape that they can because they're sitting at this job they fucking hate. I'm not talking to the ones who love it. I'm talking to the ones, those of you who are dreading Monday morning, who are like, oh my God, do I really have to do this bullshit again? Right? And I'm not saying go quit your job and go start a business. You have no idea what you're doing, but I'm saying start exploring it. Start asking the questions. Start getting curious about what else could I be doing? You know, look at the amount of money that you make in a month. Could you supplement that? Could you, you know, like, like there's so many versions of this. It doesn't have to be you go to a job nine to five hating it just because you have to put food on the table. And I put fucking food on my table all the time. You know, the thing about, and I'm going to do a full podcast on this someday, but the thing about it, like our come up story, we had nothing, zero investment. We were absolutely pushed to the max in debt, it to the max, like big debt. We had nothing, but we weren't going to go and, and give our lives over to somebody because I had done it. I had done it for three agencies and never did I feel when I came out of work any of those days, did I feel like I was appreciated? Did I feel like I was a valued member of the team? Like none of those things happen. And I know I can sell, right? I've proven it. I've sold my whole career basically. So I'm like, why am I sitting here killing myself for this fucking company who doesn't give a shit about what happens to me at all? There's got to be a better way. Was it scary? Absolutely. Did we, you know, like sure it was a perfect kind of storm. Ken's a writer, you know, we grew it that way. But beyond that, you know, it's still just hustle. Like if you really want it, you have to work for it. Um, and, and there's, and here's the other reality. There are tons and tons of opportunities now. Like there are so many MLMs and they're not easy. 
And anybody who tells you that running a network marketing business, you know, isn't hard or, you know, bullshit, like there's so much competition in it. You know, there's so many people that are selling the same thing. Absolutely. There's competition. There's no competition for you as the person. There's no other Kara. But are there other people selling blah, blah, blah? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I buy, you know, I get ketones. I'm I'm actually trying Thrive right now from a friend of mine um, that I met on Instagram that she's hooked me up with some samples. Uh, Modere, I've had their uh, collagen. like, And I know that all three of those products, I can put my hand up on Facebook and I'll have 15 women saying, yeah, I sell that. So... But the point is, is there's opportunity. There's so many MLMs. Like I, I know like five of them. I don't even know most of them, but like there are ways out of misery, out of doing the thing that you hate. Is it, you know, is it like a magic bullet? It's going to be per, no, fuck no. But it's like, if you keep jumping from job to job, I'm telling you, it's not the job. It is just not the job. So, um, if you have questions or you want to chat about anything, let me know. I'm, I, I've talked a little bit about the shifts that are happening in my business on this, on, on this business. And I'll tell you right now, it, you know, what we're gearing up for, for 2022 is a full membership and no more real, um, no more of the intimate group coaching. It's going to be, um, just accessible for a lot more people. We'll, you know, I may still have the occasional group running, but it's, I'm not pushing that too heavily anymore. Um, I'm just, you know, I've come to realize over the last six months that I want to teach. I don't necessarily want to like, you know, go super heavy on the coaching. I, you know, one-on-one is really tricky, but I know I really love to teach. And so I'm going to morph, morph my group coaching so that I get to do a little bit more teaching and a little bit less, you know, the, uh, intense coaching. Um, I love being a coach, but there's there's more that I want to offer and there's more that I want to give. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, but again, if you have any questions, come and hit me up at, you know, karamccarran.com or she's the owner.com or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, you know where I'm at. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.